Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So a lot of things are uh, hanging in the balance. We don't know what's happening with everything, but uh, we do know there's been an announcement, Crossy. Fair City will be back in early September. What a great day to be alive. The lads are back. <laughs> <laughs> well, all going well. Ho- hopefully, hopefully. Let's, let's, we'll talk about it a bit more after seven, but hopefully everything going well. They will be back. They've announced the return of Fair City to production. Uh, so there's a huge amount of people working on that show, so it'll be great to see them all back to work. Um, so they've got site protocols they've developed in line with the HSC guidelines and they're, they're, they're going to start shooting again. I'd imagine there'll be a lot of shouting across the road at each other. Oh, can you imagine? How are you, Bella? How are you? You know, yeah, all right, Bella. You yeah. Are you going to McCoy's? No, it's still closed. In Emmerdale, they use a stick. So if, you're, if you get close enough to the other actor, they hit your leg with a stick and you'll never be able to see it because the camera is shooting up. So I wonder what they'll use for Fair City. Well, I, I suggested that Fair City should be used the sticks a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I called for the introduction of sticks during the Katie in the Box thing that went on for six months. Oh. But anyway, yeah, it'll be good to see them all. Slagging aside, it'll be good to see them all back. Um, Definitely. How long have they been off for? So, do you know that EastEnders is still off, by the way? Like, EastEnders isn't back no. till the middle of September. So, I think Fair City were off before then. They must be off, I'd say, three months now, four months. That's a long time, isn't it? It's a long time. It's a long time. Well, there's an awful lot of people in the same boat. So, yeah, it would be like a huge amount of uh, people working on that show. So, it would be great to see everybody back to work. Uh, Rami Youssef reckons anyone from, the back, from any background can relate to his comedy drama, Rami. Uh, the Stars Play series is available to watch now and follows the life of a young American Muslim living in New Jersey. And Rami admits the story might seem niche, but he's had an amazing response from all around the world. The people who are finding it, the people who are seeing it, have just gotten amazing messages from around the world. Short and sweet. Now, where do I see that now? I, I, it's know, available. I, yeah, I'd say it's available online if you Google it. It's either going to be Amazon Prime, Netflix or Night TV. Right, and there's another one now as well, isn't there? Yeah, there is a big week coming for Irish cinemas. Uh, Tenant is going to be out next week. It's that movie that yes. everyone's talking about, but no, I only found this out the other day. Nobody knows the plotline to it. Absolutely nobody knows it's what's It's Christopher Nolan, yeah. Yeah, 
if this doesn't go well, so when this, if, if, if you feel comfortable going to the cinema, if you have the money to spend to go to the cinema, go to the cinema when it's out. Because apparently, if this flops because of COVID, no other movie's going to be released this year in the cinema. So this is a big wow. one. This is a, a massive one for, you know, it's one of the only blockbusters this year. Someone was telling me about it the other day. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves praises filmmakers for the measures put in place on the set of The Matrix 4. The Matrix 4. I didn't even know. He's revealed how work on the sequels continued uh, amongst the uh, coronavirus pandemic. I think I'd rather have Fair City than Matrix 4. Speaking with Associated Press, Keanu says, the rhythm of filmmaking hasn't really been impacted or interrupted. I mean, if you're ever going to get into any kind of situation that needs to be figured out or how do we do this, show business people are the best. We're scrappy. We know how to get stuff done. We're inventive. We think on our feet. Yeah. So, you know, am I right in thinking that the Matrix, the first Matrix was incredible and the second and third one were, were not great at all. So the idea of the fourth one would be like, really? Yeah, and I, you know what? I actually think there's a fifth one afterwards as well. I'm almost sure I read it somewhere. Yeah, I don't know why they Unless why they've they come up this. with a, a good way to wrap it up or something. Yeah, by not doing it, cancelling it. Let's just leave it at one. We're all good here. <sighs> I don't know. The Crown reveals that Elizabeth Debicki is set to play Princess Diana in the final two series. She'll take over the role from Emma Corrin for series five and six of the Netflix drama. And Elizabeth will star alongside Jonathan Price and Imelda Staunton. I didn't know that they were going to do two more series. I thought it was kind of wrapped up, but it's going to go all the way to the Diana years. So This will be the interesting one. Um, I saw as well This is very weird People were loving it last night on Twitter They announced it There's going to be a musical On Princess Diana Is that not a bit grim? That is grim, yeah That's that's weird But I was looking at everyone online last night Going, this is going to be brilliant This is going to be deadly It's going to be on Broadway And then they're going to release a movie I'm going, lads You know the ending That's not a good movie uh, Well singing I, I, Did I tell you the story Of somebody I know Um told me this they know somebody that came home at the, the night that the tragedy happened with Princess Diana and they had a good few drinks on them and they were watching the news but they got it completely wrong because they were they were a bit loaded and they went upstairs and they, they woke up their wife and they said here Princess Diana's after passing away and they said oh god what happened this is like three in the morning he said Pavarotti was chasing her on a moped through Paris <laughs> <laughs> He mixed up Pavarotti with the paparazzi. Oh my days! <laughs> and she was going. It's just the idea of Pavarotti on a moped. And he's singing, "Go compare." But she's just, she's just thinking, why would he? Why would he be chasing her? So anyway, he got it completely wrong. So that was the only sort of funny story about such a horrible tragedy. But oh, wow, that jeez! The next day, I could imagine him trying to piece that together <laughs> as he woke up. Well, Pavarotti. Yeah, Pavarotti. <laughs> Uh, right, well, anyway, on that uh, unusual note, we'll leave that. That's Dish the Dirt for now. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. It's Jim Jim here. I'm back after two weeks off. Didn't go anywhere. So uh, it doesn't feel like I've been away because I haven't. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people in the same boat. But I, I did kind of stuff locally, which was good fun. And, you know, I had a good time. Uh, but let's have a look at the papers this morning. <laughs> Enough about you, Jim. Yeah, shut your face, Jim. Uh, what's actually more important is the headlines this morning. Brunch of Covidiots is the headline in the Irish Sun this morning. And this is the story, of course, of the bar in Dublin that uh, the video uh, went around. Gardy yesterday 
met with the owners of the Dublin Bar Cot flouting COVID-19 guidelines during a wild midday party. So this was a brunch. And you'd imagine when you see people on, on tabletops, that would be, you know, the wee small hours. But no, this was lunchtime. This is a brunch that got out of hand. Footage from the the baked brunch event in the Berlin Dublin 2 uh, or D2 bar in uh, Saturday showed staff pouring drinks into customers' mouths. Some workers and uh, some of them were wearing face masks and social distancing measures ignored and uh, they were having a chat with them uh, about that. Like, So this, this video has gone everywhere and a lot of people have rightly said you know, it's not just bars that are doing this. There's, there's loads of places. I mean, I think if, if everybody's honest, you, you've all seen people being a very loosey-goosey with the the guidelines there's I there's a place I see all the time there's a queue for it all the time I won't, I won't say where it is but this queue is uh, everybody's up against each other in this queue there's no gaps between them and nobody's wearing masks and then when they get in the shop they're not wearing masks um, and I keep seeing I keep seeing that those gu- so the guidelines are going slightly out the window for a lot of people um, so that's the story that's dominating a lot of headlines this morning. Guess Zoo's back. Lockdown hit. The Tiger King is returning for a second series after uh, streaming giant Netflix secured the rights to a follow-up. 64 million households watched it. I watched the first one. I never I never cut up the rest of it. I need to watch that because you can't have gone through lockdown without seeing Tiger King and normal people. So uh, I need to check that one out. Um Let's have a look at this. Uh, the Folly of Berlin is a good headline for the same story there. Uh, uh, Gardy yesterday said that they have, we were having a chat with the owners of the Dublin Bar that have been uh, slammed for flouting the COVID-19 guidelines. Um, I mean, you, you, just, you do see it a lot more. Now, a lot of people are, are they're kind of saying that people are getting sort of weary of COVID-19 and the guidelines and things like that. And you see people saying, like, you, you need to practice the, the guidelines, Wash, keep washing your hands, keep wearing the masks. Um, I think most people are, but there's, there are a good few uh, that aren't. Um, now, this is a horrific story. Did you see that another video that was going around? And, you know, you don't see that many videos like this coming out of Ireland. Um, but this is one that has made headlines today. A woman who allegedly uh, alleged she was racially attacked by a group of youths in Dublin over the weekend was the victim of a hate crime, uh, Leo Varecker said yesterday. Gardaí are uh, appealing for witnesses after uh, Zouin Shirley Zong was pushed into the Royal Canal in North Dublin on Friday. So it seems like she was having some kind of a a, a row with a, a group of young fellas. And at one point then, somebody just comes out of nowhere and pushes her into the canal, and they're all just laughing at her. Um, so another horrific story. And Gardaí are looking into that. Um, let's have a look. Do we have anything? Uh, do we have anything that's a more more crack? Oh yeah. So if you've got an Alexa, uh, what is the weirdest thing you've ever shouted at your Alexa? Because Alexa won't understand a lot of slang. So a lot of Dublin slang. Alexa, what's the starty? Like, what does Alexa respond to that? If you do have an Alexa, maybe you could send us the WhatsApp audio. If you say starty bud to your Alexa, or Alexa, uh, where's the jacks? Or Alexa, will you stop acting the maga? Alexa, go go away out of that. Like Alexa won't understand you. Um, Scarlet for your ma. Alexa, do you know the five lamps? Go away out of that. I don't believe you. Uh, Alexa, you're a pain in the hoop. Alexa, you're nothing but a bowsy. 
Alexa, you're a bleeding dope. So if you, ha- I don't have an Alexa. So if if you do have one, uh, do they learn to speak? You know, your lingo. Do they can they can Alexa learn to adapt to what you're saying? And uh, what does it say if you say you're only a, you're only a pain in the in the hoop? Uh, let us know. And uh, yeah, there's more of those headlines with the uh, the reckless the the pub headlines. And uh, Ed Sheeran has got something up. So, thirteen year old Ed's first CD is up for auction. Uh, one of the world's biggest pop acts, Ed Sheeran's albums usually sell more than seven million copies each worldwide. Um, I think definitely um, some of those go to my sister. She buys everything he does. But uh, one lucky fan could get themselves his first album. So when he was 13, he burnt about 20 copies of an album together uh, of him. I don't know, he got some recording time and you put this thing together, but he didn't want it to get out there. There was only one that got out. But uh, one lucky fan could be could be getting it because it's going for auction next month. And uh, the proof of how Ireland has driven his career was there from the start as he paid tribute to Galway and his cousin, uh, Laura Sheehan. Laura Sheeran on the album sleeve. He wrote, thanks to all those who put money into my guitar case in Galway when I busked there last summer. That helped. So that album, is it going to be geared up? Is it a little bootleg going to happen? Uh, if you if ever, if you ever got your hands on it, let us know if you're an Ed Sheeran fan. But an original copy of that is going to go up for auction very soon. And they reckon it could get 11 grand for an LCDR. 11 grand. That's a bit of a turnover. Um, if you have a copy, let us know what it's like. 13-year-old Ed singing away. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. Right, it's time for Mr. Hipster. He's one of the Mr. Men that didn't make it. Hello, boys and girls. Today we're going to meet Mr. Hipster. Yo, ciao. What's up? How's it going? He might look disheveled. But he's wearing his granddad's suit on purpose. Yeah, I found this in a shop in town. We were wandering around for ages before we found it. That's right. He goes to thrift shops and buys really old clothes. Mr. Hipster wants to look like Mumford and Sons, and that's not easy. Today he's wearing skinny jeans, a scarf even though it's not cold, a beanie hat, and giant oversized glasses that don't have any lenses. Yeah, I don't wear the lenses in the glasses because I've got 20-20 vision, but... I wear them because everybody else does, and so does Zoe Deschanel, and she's like a hero. <laughs> that makes no sense to me, or anybody else, Mr. Hipster. She's a new girl. You probably don't watch that. Mr. Hipster's girlfriend looks exactly like Mr. Hipster. She also has big glasses that don't have lenses in them. Mr. Hipster loves music. He loves music more than you. Yeah, I really like music. You've probably never heard of the bands that Mr. Hipster likes. Uh, all the bands I'm into? Like, I finish questions like this, and all the bands I'm into, you've probably never heard of them, because you're not as cool as me. What bands do you like, Mr. Hipster? Oh, yeah, bands like uh, Cathedral. No. No? Uh, Milky Moo Disco. No. No? Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, the Skillet. No. Hake. No. Walnut Empire? No. Cat Size? No. Bitter Tree? No. No, I didn't think you'd know them. I like them. I, I'd love to go to see some of them in Wheelands. Mr. Hipster has a beard, like all the other Mr. Hipsters. When they get together, all the Mr. Hipsters stick their faces together like a big Velcro circle. Yeah, it's like the beard fraternity, you know? Like anyone with a beard is in the fraternity. And when we meet up, we talk about beards and we admire each other's beards. 
And uh, if you have a nice beard and oversized glasses, that's kind of like the ultimate goal, that all my friends would look like that. They admire each other's beards and listen to indie bands that nobody's ever heard of. It's a sunny day, so Mr. Hipster is out on his retro bike. It's older than his clothes. That's a really cool shot of a tree. He's running late to the market today because he stopped to take pictures on his Polaroid camera of a tree and then upload them to his blog. I bet you I'll get that three or four comments on my blog. <laughs> What's the matter, Mr. Hipster? Oh, I'm very upset, Bob. Oh, no. I got to the market, but I was too late, and now all the organic kale is gone, and I'm like a vegan now, and I can't, I can't do anything without organic kale. It can't be normal shop kale. It has to be organic. The special market is only on on Sundays, and now I can't get any organic kale. I don't know what I'm going to eat now. The moral of the story, Mr. Hipster, make sure you get to the market without being too late. Where are you going now, Mr. Hipster? I'm off to the Pygmalion, but I call it Pig. Or maybe go to Joe Burger. Okay, bye-bye. I give you a lift, but I only I don't have a crossbar on my retro bike. Bye-bye, Mr. Hipster. Bye-bye. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Oh, we're getting some updates on uh, my steamy glasses. I'll tell you about that uh, in a little while, but... Uh, Right now, there's a new Zoom-based horror film. It's been released, and apparently it's terrifying people. At the moment, it's got a 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, a lot of things get 100% at the beginning, um, but that's a good sign if it's getting 100%. Host, it's called. It's about a group of friends contacting spirits over Zoom, and it's been scaring people senseless. I didn't know you could see spirits on Zoom. Ooh... It's the terrifying new masterpiece about some youngsters who attempt to contact the dead during lockdown. Only the medium that assists them loses her internet connection. We've all been there. The 57-minute found footage horror film, which is available to watch on horror streaming service Shudder, has a higher score on IMDb than the 2007 smash hit Paranormal Activity. So, it's doing very well. Would you like a spooky little teaser of it? Yes, you would. Nothing's going to happen. Visualize us sitting in a circle. Spirit, we invite you to use us to pass on any communication. Is there anyone there? Please come forth. What was that? Amy, was that you? I heard it. Mm -hmm. I heard something. I think there's something here. You know, we've connected with something. We gotta keep going. We gotta talk to it. This is not good. I told you not to disrespect the spirits. It could be something I think most people's work Zoom Zoom calls end like that, don't they? <laughs> they do. Uh, st- <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with movie news and that sort of uh, genre. Remember Hocus Pocus when it came out, Jim? You know, yeah. everyone loved it. It's one of those proper old school movies. The rumour has it this morning is that the three of them have signed to do Hocus Pocus 2. So Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and the other lady who I forget her name, uh, Kathy Namage, I think her name is. But yeah, for people who right. love Hocus Pocus, it is coming back, hopefully next year. The Hocus Pocus Hokey Cokey. Yeah. And um, possibly as an Instagram um, thingy if you go, go on and check on our Instagram at the minute. Oh? Yeah, I might have helped you out. Okay. 
Nice. Uh, Steve Carell turns 58 today, and we thought we'd take a look back at some of his most iconic roles. Um, so the Lad Bible asked their readers what was his favourite all-time character that he did. Um, a lot of people said various different ones. You know, there's so many great films he's been in. But eventually, uh, Scott was crowned the uh, the champion of 52% of the 8,000 votes. Uh, Brick came in a very respectable second. I would have thought Brick from... Uh, what you call it would have been number one. I love lamp, but uh, <laughs> Michael Scott was the, uh, the the number one. And here is a little clip of Michael from the office when he got chewing gum stuck in his hair. What's wrong, Michael? I got gum in my hair. You do. This just stinks. Don't touch it, please. Don't touch it. You got a ton of dandruff. Okay, let me be. How'd you get gum in your hair? I was walking in and I noticed something shiny under Stanley's car and I got under to see what it was and I messed up my hair. All for a stupid piece of tin foil. Right now. We have peanut butter in the kitchen. I don't feel like peanut butter. Give me an ice cream sandwich. Nope, not for you. It's for your hair and it is. (laughs) One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Smells good. Tastes good, too. Oh, Donald, that's disgusting. Wow, a lot of calories. Well, just don't leave it on too long. Keep massaging, please. I think Gru from Despicable Me as well. Yeah, what about the 40-year-old virgin? That was a movie that, you know, it was like a little one-hit wonder <sighs> for the rest of the characters. I, wasn't, I was never sure of that one. She, uh, she was very good, though, the, the girl that was in it. I forget her name, but she was brilliant. Yeah, did, I, can't, I forget her name as well, but did something happen where she complained about something about that film? Uh, was it no, that film? Really? No, hang on, I'm thinking of the other one, Knocked Up. Oh, of. that's that other. Oh, her. She's. Oh, yeah. She's apparently. Worse. But her career kind of finished because nobody would work with her then. Like, uh, I can't yeah. remember her name either. Blonde hair, Catherine Heigl. She did uh, Grey's Anatomy. Heigl, yeah. Got a lot of notions. Yeah. Then they knocked up, and everyone was like, "Nah, don't work with her. She's not nice." Because she do knocked up, and it knocked up was a success. But then she said knocked up was a terrible film or something, and yeah, everyone she, involved thought, "Hang on a second, don't slag off your own film." Yeah, she slagged off everyone. She does nothing anymore. No, Hollywood is a bit like that. Yeah. Uh, Adele admits she can't wait to give fans a release date for her next album. It's been five years since 25. That included Hello and When We Were Young. 
Um, when a fan on Instagram asked her about the next album, she replied saying, I honestly have no idea. But I presume it'll be called 30, will it? Yeah, so it was supposed to come out in September, but with everything that's right. going on, they've pushed it again, and it was supposed to be out, I think, a couple of months ago. But you know, it's just not the time to put out albums when everyone's at home, and they're bored, and they're annoyed, and they want me some new music. Or is she thinking of the dollar? Right. Uh, yeah, I think new music's a good idea. Everyone wants their music. Yep. Give us the tunes, everybody. And uh, finally, Jamie Foxx can't wait for fans to see his new movie project, Project Power. He stars alongside Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the Netflix thriller, and he told us how he felt when he first heard the premise for this film. The project, to me, was just super dope. Like, the idea that you could take a pill and get superpowers. I was like, I ain't got to read the script. I just, I need to, where the pill's at? I need to know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's, he's one of the most talented people. Like he's a brilliant stand-up, great actor, and brilliant singer. Like, he can do everything. And super dope. He's super dope. <laughs> I'm just a dope. Dope. That is your Dish the Dirt for this morning. Uh, we'll bring you more in the next hour. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's FM 104. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's FM 104. And it's time for uh, something just to cheer you up on a Monday morning, a dark Monday morning. Uh, this is an absolute classic. We love this one. Uh, uh, it's a, <laughs> it involves a man called Tommy. He delivers fish. And he's accused of something he didn't do. Oh, yes. Tommy the Fish Man. He is innocent. Hello? Hello, can I speak to Tommy? Speaking. Tommy, how are you doing? It's Larry Graham here from... You were out here this morning. I was, yes. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the problem, sir? Well, there's been a complaint made about you from one of the members of staff. Yeah, can you go through what happened? Like, you, you arrived here at half seven this morning, is that right? That's right, yes. I asked the back store man where would I get a trolley. He said, through the yeah. door there... Going right, and the fish counts on your left. That's grand, thank you. All right, and can you describe the man that you saw at the door? God, he was a, I could describe him. He's sort of an English accent. We can't really hear you. Are you driving at the moment? I am, yeah. Now, go ahead. I've just pulled in there now. Yeah, I just I couldn't hear you, you know what I mean? So, uh, English accents, and like, was there anything else said between you and that fella? No, no, nothing at all. You didn't mutter what? something to him, did you? No, I didn't mutter nothing, nothing at all. I'm not uh, thing, I said nothing of the sort. For the first time in, I went up to sorry. Could tell me where to get a trolley, please. I muttered nothing to the chap. So you didn't, you, you, you didn't say, it's not my first time at the rodeo, you dozy b****s to him? I never said anything like that. Okay, I, I'm going to bring him in on the call. Yeah. His name is, his name is Carl. Hello, yes. Hello, is this Tommy? It is, yes. Could you just please repeat what happened this morning, please? I've I've had to report this. It's um it's not something I'd normally do, but I was talking to you this morning, correct? I went in. Right. I asked you where would I get a trolley and you said through that door. That's correct, yes, door. so far. Yes. And you told me where it went. I went in. And just after that, me. just excuse me, can I interrupt you? Just after that I heard you as you were going through to talk to that woman, you said it's not my first time at the rodeo, you do you dozy bo I never said anything of the sort. I Under your breath, I heard it, and I'm not used to working with that kind of rough no, on a talk. Hand of my heart, I never said anything like that at all. Nothing at all. Carol, are you no, sure you couldn't I, be mistaken? I, although he was very friendly with the rest of the staff, for some reason, maybe it was because of my accent, so I'm not too sure. No, maybe no, he's got a problem I, with me I'm and sorry. my accent. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry for putting the cross you here. I said nothing 
nothing of the sort. Not my like first that, time in the rodeo, you dozy box. I, I mean, never said anything like that to anybody. Why would you even think Nobody. that I'm dozy? I never said you were you dozy. Sure I never didn't say. I'm it. not dozy. I like, you know, nothing. I don't like being called a dozy box. I never said nothing of the sort. You said it was your first I, time. It wasn't I, your first time at the rodeo. Well, what do you mean by the rodeo, by the way? Hello. I've, I've never said anything of the start at it. I'm telling you now, with my hand in my heart, I never said a thing like that to you at all this morning. So, excuse me, excuse me, fishmonger. If you were at the rodeo, what would you be riding exactly? I couldn't tell you what would you be riding on a rodeo. I've never said it. Try a horse, Carl. A horse. Like well, I want you, you to admit what you did, sir. Oh, why should I admit to something that I didn't do? I never said I no such thing. I you, you said, Oi, oi, limey, why don't you ride a trout tri- at the f***ing rodeo, you I limey. never said no such thing. Yes, you did. You know I, what you said. You, you call me a liar. I never said anything. Shut up. I'm here. Where do I go? And you told me where to go. Brought the I'll tell you where to go now, mate. Get back in your f***ing vein and never come back to the flesh and tooth again, all right? I could hope so. Has he hung up? He's not dragging up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's priceless. Oh, you've had a break. Uh, you've had a break. <laughs> oh, God. Please tell me about that. Please. Uh, oh, God. Excuse me. Tell we'll me. bring Dean in straight away, I think. <laughs> oh, come on, Tommy. Hello? Tommy. Yes. Do you know Dean? Right, lads. This isn't funny now. I know your good friend Dean. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. There he is. Cheer up, mate. <laughs> 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 Tommy, you're on EFM 104. <laughs> Dean, you're dead. Tommy, they had you going good. <laughs> Dino. Dino, you're getting a warning in the morning, pal, and I'm going to make sure of it. <laughs> and if this goes out on the radio as well, Dean, consider yourself fired. Ah, uh, don't be like that, Tommy. It was no, only a giggle. No, 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 Okay. Right. I think we might need to leave Tommy a little bit of time to cool off. Yeah, quite possibly. FA104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Cover in a click.ie. 10, Ten questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FA104's Instagram. We have Phil who works in, where do you work, Phil? In the Paris Court Hotel, is it? That's right, yeah. What do you do there, Phil? I'm the ledger club manager. Right, so uh, is that is everything open at the moment? or? Uh, yeah, everything's, everything's open. Yeah, hotel's quite busy with the whole citation thing, so yeah, it's, it's good. And have you had a break yourself? Uh, as in, have I been on the pandemic kind of thing? 
No, have you had a break? Like, have you been away? Have you have you done oh, anything? Oh no, no, have you no, had no, some no. time off. Uh, sorry, uh, we're planning to go away in the first September for a week. Okay, and my wife. So people say that they don't say are you going anywhere nice on your holidays. They say are you going anywhere near on your holidays now? Do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to the other side. Of All the right, that's, that's far away for, for us. You know. That's that's good enough. Phil, you're going shopping for clothes tonight. Uh, well, we're going shopping. It's my uh, our niece's uh, birthday, and we're going to go in and uh, get our presents. So we're just going to go and have a little bit of a wander around. So. Okay, right. So. Uh, with thousand euro would help with that. You could get oh, yourself well, a few would. bits and pieces. Dundrum wouldn't help. You could. You could do it in Dundrum, no problem. Good. Right, so uh, best of luck on this. We got ten questions. Okay. Uh, you know the rules. We're looking yeah. for your first answer only. <clears throat> Give us an answer to everything if you can, and sure. uh, there's no messing, no googling, no help. Yep. Got you. You got it, Phil. Best of luck, man. Thanks. Let's play. The game begins in three, two, one. How many members were there in S Club 7? Seven. What product are the company Head & Shoulders famous for? Shampoo. In which board game would you find Miss Scarlet with a lead pipe in the ballroom? <laughs> oh. Snakes and ladders. What's 20% of 200? 20. True or false, Post Malone's full name is Lampost Maloney. False. <laughs> which, which Quentin Tarantino movie contains the characters Mia Wallace, Vincent Vega, and Heine Bunny? Can we repeat the question? I, I hope I got that, that right. should be Honey Bunny Crossy, oh, sorry, sorry, that was a typo. Honey <laughs> 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 Bunny. Jesus. Uh, which Quentin Tarantino movie contains the characters Mia Wallace, Vincent Vega, and Honey Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> In what year did Tato Park open? Was it 2010 or 2012? 2010. Who is older, Cardi B or Jedward? <laughs> Cardi B. In which county is Dundalk? <laughs> Loud. And what's the name of the fourth book in the Harry Potter series? I have no idea. I've never read or watched any of them, sorry. You'd have to know your Harry Potter, I suppose, to know that one. Yeah. Either you're a Harry Potter freak or not. Harry not. Potter and the Goblet of Fire, it is. No, wouldn't have went anywhere near Um. So let's let's see how you did. Uh, there were seven members in S Club 7. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shampoo is right. Cluedo is the game. Cluedo. You'd find Miss Scarlet. A, a board game about murder. It's a strange one. Um, mm. 40 is 20% of 200. Um, Post Malone's real name is not Lamp Post Maloney. It's Austin Richard Post. And Pulp Fiction is the movie with Mia Wallace, Vincent Vega and Honey Bunny. Although, I'd, I'd love if Quentin Tarantino had Heine Bunny in a movie next time. <laughs> <laughs> it was 2010. 20, Taylor Park's been over 10. 10 years this November, Taylor Park has been open. Um, Jedward is a year older than Cardi B they're 29 she's 28 uh, is right and then the Goblet of Fire so how did you do you got three, four, five. Five for a Monday brutal I wouldn't say it's brutal brutal's three <laughs> <laughs> five's okay 
Listen, Phil, uh, enjoy your shopping trip tonight Cheers. and uh, keep everything ticking over in the Paris Court Hotel. Cheers. Leisure uh, Centre. I want to say a quick shout out to uh, my wife for expecting a baby in January, so I just want to say a quick shout out to her. She's doing amazing, so. And I'll see you All right, congratulations. What's her name? Thanks, uh, Nicole. Nicole. Congratulations, yeah. guys. Well done. Thanks, William. We'll give you a strawberry alarm clock cuddle mug for coming on Love this it. morning. Good man. Thanks, William. Cheers, Phil. FM4's Instagram returns tomorrow. If you think you can get all 10 right, let us know. If you got all 10 right this morning, can you get 10 and win the grand? We're back tomorrow with it. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So I haven't seen this yet, Crossy, but I have heard all about it. James Corden and David Beckham, who are great mates, uh, they've uh, done a kind of a Miami Vice spoof of Sonny and Rico in an epic sketch where they both dress up in the suits with their floppy hair <laughs> as a tribute to uh, Crockett and Tubbs. And uh, here's a little clip of what happened. i got to get back to work, man. But before we do that, we got to get you ready for Miami. Follow me. James, are you sure about this? Oh, yeah. Next stop, Miami. Let's go, baby. Oh, traffic. All right, let's put on some show tunes. Oh, God, really? So, for people who haven't seen The Mandalorian, right, I wouldn't be a massive Star Wars fan, but I've watched a lot of uh, Star Wars stuff with the boy, and he's uh, he's mad into it. But there was, his favorite thing is the Mandalorian, and I've watched it. It's absolutely brilliant. And Mandalorian season two is set to be even bigger and better than the first one. Disney Plus had a massive hit with it. Uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, and you've never seen it, and I've spoken to a few people I know who uh, absolutely love Star Wars, but never didn't even know about the Mandalorian. You have to watch it. It's incredible. You got Baby Yoda in there, and the Mandalorian is so cool. And uh, the second season is, is happening. I think it's going to be arriving around October, I think they say. And um, fans are excited to be ex- uh, uh, with the new episodes. Uh, John Favreau is the creator of it. He's big plans for the mysterious bounty hunter and his adorable sidekick for season two. And uh, the composer of The Mandalorian, Ludwig Gronson, uh, remained cryptic, cryptic about what's in store. Because I know there's a kind of a, a nasty Jedi guy in there. There's a 70-piece orchestra for this. And uh, he's, uh, he's looking forward to it as well. Snow Patrol's Gary Lightbody says, Lockdown has left him feeling very connected to other musicians. Uh, Snow Patrol and the Saturday uh, songwriters, who are a group of fans who collaborated with Gary on Instagram, have just released a new single called Reaching Out to You, which was written and created in lockdown. And Gary told us how he's found uh, the past few months. I'm feeling, you know, like very connected to people, people in bands, especially because I'm in a band and it's very easy to relate to, especially bands that are, that need live music to survive. Jim, a very strange one in that, right? So a couple of weeks ago, Nobby gets this email. I'm not going to say the email address, but it's from Gary Lightbody to say, here's my song. Do you want to have a listen to it? And Nobby thought he was being wound up because he's like, Snow Patrol haven't got music coming out. It's not happening. Because usually you go, it goes through their record labels. <laughs> Turns out it was Mr. Gary Lightbody. And he was chatting to Nobby over email going, so how's the corona getting on? How are you? Very, very <laughs> odd. Song's not that good, sadly. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
more sad, sad news. We only interviewed these people a few months ago. Uh, White Lines, the TV show on Netflix, um, which looked really good the first season of it. Uh, Danny Mays, who played Marcus, confirmed the news that season two won't be happening. It's been cancelled. The crime thriller series White Lines has been cancelled by Netflix after one season. Uh, there had been rumours that a second season was, was going to happen, but Danny Mays confirmed the White Lines uh, was one and done. Uh, done. That's it. Just one series near, and good luck to you. And they wrapped it. So, um, if you're a fan of it, sorry about that. Um, if you were looking look for really good, if you're looking for something to watch and you're looking to turn your brain off, Selling Sunset yeah. three series on Netflix. It is like room to improve with boobs, hardly any clothes, bitching, and God knows what else. Room to improve with boobs. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's about <laughs> these girls selling houses that are worth millions in LA, and they get about you know three hundred grand commission, and they all hate each other. They're all vying to get the next best house. They all work in the same company. Jim, selling Sunset. I, I was like, I'm not going to watch. It. I'm not going to watch it. I'm starting season two tonight. I am. Bed into it. Bed into is it. Is this a, a drama or is it a reality show? It's a reality show. And I don't, I, like, I wouldn't be the biggest fans, but I am sold. I think if anyone wants to, you know, tell Jim what Selling Sunset is like, I think it's like Room to Improve with Boobs. And fake ones at that. It's just, it's mad. It's just, it's so hard to explain. They all hate each other, which is brilliant. There's a girl called Christine, and she's the head honcho in the place, and she's always destroying everyone, but being so nice about it. It's just, it's mad. Selling wow. Sunset. It's on Netflix. Season three dropped two weeks ago, and uh, yeah, everyone seems to love it. I'm getting into it. I'm, like I'm nearly there. Uh, do you know what? I've uh, I've on now TV have all of Gavin and Stacey, and I've started uh, rewatching some of that. Oh, it's, that's so good! It's so good. It really is. Because I was watching a couple, of, like I don't know what that channel is. There's one of those channels that was playing an old Gavin and Stacey, and when it was over, it's like oh, I wouldn't mind seeing the next episode of that. It's when Smithy finds out that it uh, that she's pregnant. Oh, that's a great episode. And, uh, yeah, so they're they're all in the restaurant. Remember the Italian restaurant one? Yes. So uh, and <laughs> so it's like, okay, not now TV. Oh, look, they're all there. So yeah, I've been watching a bit of that. Anyway, that is your dish. If you have any recommendations uh, for anything that we should be watching, let us know. We always love to hear what you guys are watching as well. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Four. It is the strawberry alarm clock and in studio is a legend and he's messing with his crisps. He's taking a, the base. He's a fan of a snack. Noel Gallagher. Good morning. Well, I've never seen these. Tato waffles. Tato waffles. waffles. Try one if you want. I, I wouldn't eat that before soundcheck, but I might. I'll Bring it for after. Later. Yeah. Thank you very much. For Why your beverage. Well, no, we were trying to see if you could, t- you know, we, we, do the t- we, do the, we do know. the taste test. Well, from the Gogglebox episode, we, we noticed that you were a fan of crisps. <laughs> I do love crisps. Yeah. I mean, I love crisps well this is our nation in a and, on and a, a plate when we spoke <laughs> to you in a handy fun size bag <laughs> yeah. when we spoke to you last I think you mentioned oh, of course yeah I've had Tato but we, so we tried to catch out oh are you Jim Jim and Nobby yeah yeah, yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> did you imagine two leprechauns you really did didn't you I imagine fellas a bit more glamorous I've got to say <laughs> how dare you <laughs> how dare you get out they say you should never meet your heroes <laughs> Um, so they're there for you for later. Well, on. thank you very much. I'm not. I'm not going to have them now. Because I've got and the, the chipsticks are a bit salty. You don't want to do that before you get. I, really, I, I thought it was chocolate. Don't worry, I, plan on, I plan on getting wasted tonight, so they'll do well for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> Good soakage. Good soakage. So yeah, in Dublin they would call you Noli Gallagher. Noli Gallagher. Yeah, no, well, no, Noli. My 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 aunties and my grandma was called Nolene. Nolene. Okay. Hey, Nolene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's a female's name, but I'm all right. <laughs> 
You're one of those artists uh, with too many hits. Yeah, I do get a lot. Of, this is what I get a lot of. Yeah, is friends stopping by the dressing room. And then the set list is always pinned up on the wall to remind everybody what they're actually there for. Yeah. And uh, someone will say, oh, God, what, what, oh, you're not playing, you know, such and such a thing. And it's like, well, no. Oh, I can't believe you're not doing that. And then there's, you know, and you, you get into this before you go on. Well, well come all this way now. It's like, oh, sorry about that. You know, maybe play it next time. Rest assured, people, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. <laughs> that's all you can do. That's all I can do. <laughs> The Lord knows no one else puts any has, has any input into it. Just kind of the, the pressure that you feel on your shoulders makes me think the answer to this question I probably will, will know. But do you still get the fear? Or is the Noel Gallagher fear the different kind of fear that you had 20 years ago? Or even 15? No, if... I used... not Nerves is not the right word. If the, if I don't think there's a word being invented. It's kind of... It used to be when I was in Oasis, mild concern for the singer. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly, what is this character gonna? Is he gonna walk off stage? Right. Join the first song, or what? What? What is gonna happen? What? You know, he knows none of the words. <laughs> He's got sheets of paper all over the place. We've been singing, you know, acquiesce for twenty years, and he still refuses to sing that second verse. And I'm like, he's going, what second verse? <laughs> the second verse on the record that you sang. I didn't know there was a second verse. <laughs> so there's, there used to be all that going on. Now I'm in control of it all. I get, it's less, it's less. I get excited because, you know, I like doing gigs, you know what I mean? And it's great, but I, but I used to be, used to be more nerves in Oasis because of Liam, because he was a bit of an head case. Do you not miss all that? A little bit? Made no. it fun? <laughs> Interesting? No. When you do it for 20 years. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, it was good, it was great. I wouldn't have done it for 20 years otherwise, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would have been in and out, thought, this is not for me, but it was great, but it's not, it's nice to have change in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nice to get divorced once in a while. <laughs> no, some of your, your quotes, your quotes about people are just brilliant. And, you know, they get celebrated. You're one of the best people. To, you're the most oh, quoted. Some of your famous this. quotes, Jack White, you said that uh, he did a song for Coca-Cola and he looked like Zorro on Donuts. Do you stand by, do you stand by that? <laughs> he did do a song for Coca-Cola, though. He did do a song for Coca-Cola. But your quotes are hilarious. Now, I, I heard that you and Morrissey and uh, Russell Brand went for a, a yeah. boozy do recently. Yeah. And... With Morrissey there as well, do you do you really put the boot into other celebrities? Do you have chats about? Oh yeah, you have to. That's all Morrissey does. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Like I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think he asked me what I was doing in LA, right? Or why I happened to be there, <laughs> or that I'd left the band, or anything like that. He was just like, okay, so who do we find funny? <laughs> and I'm going, uh, oh, Mickey Flanagan's quite funny. He's going, Mickey Flanagan! Mickey Flanagan! <laughs> <laughs> he sounds great. Well, if I throw a couple of people... He's Mar brilliant, Mickey Flanagan, Mickey Flanagan by the way. Hilarious. But he's not as brilliant as Morrissey, who is... He's very misunderstood. He's a, Honestly, he's a beautiful dude, man. He's very, very funny. Yeah, I saw a documentary about him a few years ago. He's uh, hilarious. And he really is. He's... He hides it very well. But if you read his book, his, his books, have you read the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His he's, book's hilarious. He's amazing. And he refers to his record boss, Jeff Travis, as uh, like an untouched sandwich <laughs> at, a, at a buffet. <laughs> but you give him a run for his money, and some of your quotes are amazing. There's one of them there. Birds, man's ugly bird. Women or children. There's rules, yeah. yeah. Madonna. What do you think of Madonna? I met Madonna the other night. Well, she's great. Is she a crack? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't f put that out. That's f nonsense. <laughs>
Get that wiped. No, no, she was all right. My live, My missus is. Give us five more minutes, and we won't put it there. My missus is a super fan. She's been a fan of hers since she was fourteen, and it was it was great to see her. Okay, so you're mellowing. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Sam Smith. You like him? No. I don't like his music. I've never met him. That's fair enough. Take that. Oh God. Let's play. Let's play Cooler Tool. Yeah. Take that. Cooler Tool. Oh. Ed Sheeran. You like Ed Sheeran, don't you? I do like Ed's a good lad. Ed is a good lad. Take that, you're not sure, on the fence? Uh, I don't mind Gary, he's alright. Robbie I'm Williams? Oh, good God. <laughs> In capital letters. <laughs> uh, Pharrell. Oh, I like Pharrell, he's Pharrell. a dude, man. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's um, great. He's a big fan of mine. Is he? Yeah, he asked me to work with him recently. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I've not called him back. You should call him back. That's very yeah. rude. Huh? That's very rude. Well, I, I'm sure. Did he mean it? I don't know. I, I mean, he was he number did. one in 105 countries when he said it. He's probably thinking, yeah, I'm desperate to work with that guy from Oasis. <laughs> Give him a bell. Yeah, as he said to me, he said... He's on the hot streak. NERD were big, massive fans. And this is coming out in this conversation. I'm still with my wife and he's with his missus. Yeah. And he's saying to me, yeah, but man, you know what was as important as the songs? And I'm thinking, well, nothing <laughs> more important than the songs that I wrote. And he said, you f***ing sweaters, man. <laughs> and I was looking at my missus style, going, yeah. the sweaters? And he was saying, man, your sweaters were cool. Where'd you buy those cool, sweaters? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, f***. It's better than Lift Forever. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, mate. the merchandise <laughs> is where the money is these days. Yeah, he's, he's seen sweaters. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. If I need to get more jumpers on stage. You <laughs> need to get a line of jumpers. Mm. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, getting ready to do a gig in Dublin, what the hell would Noel Gallagher be? Right. If Noel's word hadn't hadn't gone the way it did. Oh right. What would I be what doing? What would you be doing? Oh, I'd probably be at work like you, Pair Squares. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying our best now. Well, I know. I mean, you know, you've got a great job, but it's not as good as mine. No, no. Well, you, <laughs> get, free, well, you, get, you get free crisps and free beer. Listen, it's a it's a strange thing about fame is the more you can afford it, the less you've got to pay for it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You just got four free packets of crisps. Did you have a song that you wish that you'd written? If you hear somebody else's song, go, oh, I wish I'd. Oh, that's a. Um, that's, what I'd love. that's a good one. If I can be, uh, when I first heard "Yellow" by Coldplay, yeah, I, I'm in. I think that all, all songs are already pre-written and they're floating around in the air somewhere, and you've just got to catch them. And I reckon if he hadn't wrote that song, I would have wrote it six months after. Yeah, Keith you know Richards I mean? thinks that they were all yeah, yeah, yeah. transmitters. They're all they're all there somewhere, and, and you just and catch them. I mean, if Freddie Mercury hadn't written Bohemian Rhapsody, that was just around the corner for me. I was uh, I was there. Well, not just around the corner. It would have been like twenty. I mean, someone would have got it later. But you know, I offer. That's why I kind of. That's how I write most days because I think if I'm not writing, Bono is. You know what I mean? And if Are you he's, competitive if he's, with Bono? He's, he's, uh, huh? When, when you write a good one, do you send it to Bono and say, hey, in your face, check that one out? <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Does no. he send one back to you? No? Uh, <clears throat> I get to listen to his stuff way before it comes out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't take a single bit of notice of what I said. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we got to do that with your album. I mean, we weren't the first yeah. pair, but you sent it, but Ray gave, uh, we got to listen to it, and it was kind of nice. If you want to do that in the future, we can just... You know, we clear your stuff. Do you want the Gallagher hotline number? <laughs> give us the. Give us the I won't give well, it tenants out. have it. I won't give it out. On that. Tenants do have it, but they're important. See, <laughs> uh, now that you're uh, well, you're a dad uh, a long time, but uh, you gave us some advice before we spoke to you on the phone. Have you any dad advice? Because there's so many people listening now who grew up listening to you, and they're they're mums and dads now. So now that parental you're, advice, parental <clears throat> advice from you, because I bet not that many people ask you for it. <laughs> We got him. There it is. Look, I he's always, talking. He's talking. always try and outnumber 
well, however many kids are in the room, try and outnumber them. They don't like that. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're in a room and you're outnumbered two to one, you're in trouble. Yeah, right. So first of all, safety in numbers. Okay. Second of all, don't take none of their shit at all. They're not little people. Yeah, they're little idiots. <laughs> 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 Until they're eighteen, and then they're little people, right. and then they can get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and. The third bit of advice would be... Don't go on tour with them for 20 years. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the third, yeah. Yeah, just love them, man. Yeah, man. Just love them. See, he is a softy. Yeah. yeah. He isn't there. <laughs> Noel Gallagher, it's been a pleasure to have you in studio. Thank you very much. Uh, nice to meet you. We're not real leprechauns. I'm sorry we let you down. Take our I'm crisps. Actually, I'm, taking actually, the crisps. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a, I'm a bit deflated leaving. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and comfort each. Yeah. All these now. You've been to my after shows, right? <laughs> you know what goes on. <laughs> See you later. Cheers, dude. Now, uh, Crossy, there is a Twitter page. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called Rate My Plate. So you can <laughs> take a picture of your dinner and put it up and people will tell you what they think of it. People always tag me in this. <laughs> and rate your plate. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever added anything to it? Yeah, I did. And they thanked me. They said it was very nice. I think I wanted chips on top of something else. And they were going, whoa, that's very good. Very fattening, but good. I felt brilliant about myself. So this uh, woman has put up, her name is Jessica. Oh, she shared a picture of her fry up, okay? She's, uh, she's uh, from the UK. So it would be slightly different to us. You know, full Irish is different to a full English. What's the difference between a full Irish and a full English? We've more we've pudding, do we? I think we've pudding, and I think we're more juicier, and it's a bigger plate. I think, I think a, a full plate. and a full Scottish has mushrooms and haggis or something like that. I'll pass on that one. Anyway, so I'm going to describe the the fry up to you now, Crossy, and you can tell me uh, if you approve or not. So she's got a side plate. She got a load of toast. There's two fry ups side by side. They're big ones now, big. So one of them has four. They both have four sausages, which is. Uh, That's excessive, right? If I had a bell, ding. No, four is grand. You want to be full. You don't want to be hungry leaving a good breakfast. Okay, so four sausages. Well, that's, you know, flying to New York, four sausages. Like, if you're not going to eat for a whole day. But, like, anyway, so she's got three hash browns in each plate. So far, so good? Yeah, no, it's good, yeah. But that's probably a bit too much hash brown. She's got two, uh, they look like poached eggs, but they could be fried. They look like poached eggs or fried eggs. They look like a fried egg, but... In the shape it looks kind of like a poached egg. Anyway, two eggs. She's got now instead of rashers, she has spam, some kind of kind of slices of processed ham. She doesn't have bacon. Right. Oh yeah. Well, it's yeah. Give or take it. It's twenty to ten. I'm but stuck. Right. So so far so good. She has beans. You know. Yum. It's okay. All right. Now, here's where it all takes a turn for the worse. And this is where foodies have been calling her a criminal. She has a big, massive dollop on each plate of peas. Oh, get out of here. Peas on We're not talking mushy peas. We're, we're talking like peas. Yeah. I'm just looking at the <laughs> photographs here. Ah, stop. Yeah. You're not allowed to yeah. eat peas before 1 p.m. daily because it's an afternoon, evening, night food. Ah, peas mixing with the beans and the and the peas. Oh no, no. no. I mean, like fry ups are notoriously beige. You know what I mean? There should be, like green is good. Green is good for you. You should be eating more greens. But on a fry up, just doesn't peas like. 
It looks absolutely gross. And the sausages look unreal. The hash browns look unreal. The funny rashers look unreal. But the peas on top of it. Peas. I don't know. You want to know, like, what's, how did that even come about? Like, how did they find out that they knew peas could go on their fry and not ours? Now, some people are saying, look, you know, if it's food, is food, whatever. Like, you know, some people are saying that, the, that processed meat, whatever it is, it's questionable. It's like, it's not, it's not gammon. It's like, it's spam. They're saying that she's, the reason she's loading up on the, on the peas is because uh, her stomach will be in, in bits after eating it. <laughs> That she has to have some fiber. <laughs> she has to have some fiber, otherwise she'd be firing scud missiles after it. They said. Someone said, "Is there any moisture in that meat at all?" <laughs> it's so true. It yeah. looks so dry. I'll stick it up on F One of Four's Twitter in the next two. Do you have a look at it? Um, but I, I don't think anyone is in their right mind is going to approve of peas on a fry up. Yeah, and it's it looks like it's an English breakfast, is it? Like you wouldn't see. That I think it's a wind up. Place. I don't. I don't believe anyone would do that. I think that. I think she just thought, "How will I get people talking about me? I'm going to put peas on a fry up." Yeah, oh, <laughs> gross. Do you know what? Actually, now I did see. I, I did see one person do something on on YouTube one time, and it was these two guys, and they were they were have, they were making a pizza, and they had this pizza. This girl, and she was uh, lovely, and she was, um, she's an expert on pizzas, and she put honey on the pizza. No. About a minute from the end. Stop. And the two guys were going, what are you doing? She said, no, seriously, trust me. Watch this. And they edit and just said, oh my God, the honey makes it ten times better. Ah, no, you're grand. Honey's for, you know, yeah. breakfasty stuff. Somebody just texted in, Gareth from Clondalkin, and said a slice of fried pineapple. I don't know. Like, I might just block this man's number here now. That's just disgusting. Fried pineapple a on a fried fry. pineapple. Well, it would work with, with kind of rashers, wouldn't it? Lads, a fry is there to be bold, and you can't have nice stuff on a bold thing. Do you not think? Well, if you like pineapple on the pizza, then... Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know about a fry. No. I drove around Dublin yesterday for an hour looking for a greasy spoon and couldn't find one, first of all, that was open <laughs> on a Sunday. I just wanted something, yeah. you know, dirty and filthy, and everyone was sending me tweets going, what about this place, what about that place? And it was a posh fry. Like, Dublin doesn't seem to have that many places that you'd go in and the rasher would walk out with you. You know one of those places that are yeah, yeah. gorgeous. You want, the, you want the place from The Apprentice where the people who don't win go. Yeah. Big greasy yeah. bit of uh, fried bread from your granny's frying pan that hasn't been washed in Big dirty years. mug with a chip out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what you want. Yes. That's what I want. So if anyone knows anywhere in Dublin that does something like that of a Sunday, I'm going to go next week because everyone was sending me these pictures of these really fancy rashers and sausages and... You know, things coming out of... I don't even know. This isn't what Dublin yeah. is. Right, okay. Well, you're the expert now with all your wandering around town. <laughs> I said one more thing. Someone <laughs> just said, my ma fries the beans in the pan. Oh. How the... <laughs> well, the thing about that, that's what they do with Mexican food. Like, they fry the beans off a bit. You know, they, they make the beans go... They make the beans explode. I've they get kind of crunchy and... Yeah, that could be... That could work. That man can be... I think she might be a genius, that man. I'm ravenous. It's quarter to ten and I'm so hungry. <laughs> I know. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Let us know if you're hungry. <laughs> it's the Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM4. Before we go. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So, uh, Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpton, Simpson has uh, broken up. Miley Cyrus seems to uh, have uh, no luck in the love department. 
she These doesn't, days. and she doesn't have luck in the looks department at the minute because her brand new reinvention look. She's the image of Shirley Carter from EastEnders, minus about forty-five years. Once you see it, you will not see Miley Cyrus as anything else, bar our Cheryl from EastEnders. So Shirley she, Carter, yeah. which one is she? Now? You know the rough one. As rich as a badger, you know you one that was with uh, sorry her with Phil. Son, no, yeah, with Phil. Her son is Mick Carter. Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah, yeah, has yeah. The has the head of her now. It's mad looking. How could Miley Cyrus end up looking like her? She's got the haircut. She's got the Shirley haircut. She's got the real bright red lipstick. She's reinventing herself. And it's, anytime I see her, it takes your breath away. Well, this is what they do. So this is what celebrities do. They, they will certainly, they'll, they'll sort of dress down for a, a kind of an image change. I guarantee you the next time you see her, She'll be all glammed up again. Uh, but anyway, she says she remains friends with Cody Simpson. She's got a, a lot of people that she's remained friends with now at this stage. Despite their breakup, she's confirmed they're no longer together. Now, was she married? And then she yeah. broke up and then she started going out with Cody Simpson. Okay. Uh, she says they both want to work on themselves, uh, which sounds like a good idea. But yeah. uh, she'd probably be at the back now licking sledgehammers to console herself. Two abs can't make a hole and we're individually just working on ourselves to become the people that we want to be. Like everybody else at this age, we're just deciding who we want to be with our lives, what we want to do with our lives. Yeah. So they claim that, um, I saw a thing recently that when she appeared on the MTV Awards, she was around this time of Wrecking Ball and everything and she was kind of, she was having a lot of success in the charts and she did that duet with Robin Thicke where he did Blurred Lines with her. I remember that. And yeah. she was quite, she was quite young. But then she kind of, she was kind of twerking in front of him, and he was sort of, he was kind of. They, they thought people, they thought Robin Thicke was being a bit sleazy about it. Now, Robin Thicke was accused of a few different things where he came across as sleazy. They reckon that that moment finished his career. Wow. Yeah, you know, people just thought, oh, you know, because he was he was considerably older, and like it was all choreographed or whatever. But they reckon the people just said right. I don't really like Robin Thicke anymore. And he disappeared after that, didn't he? Yeah, and then, you know, he broke up from his wife as well and there was so many rumours going around about him. It did kind of finish him, I think. I think and it did. I think Blurred Lines, even though it was a hit, a lot of people thought, hang on a second, when you look at the lyrics of this song and everybody in the in the videos in the nip, I think that was the kind of end of those videos, wasn't it? <laughs> it kind of says it all, yeah. Uh, there's a rumour yeah. around Dublin at the minute. Everyone's trying to figure out who it is or what it is. Uh, last night, there's a restaurant down by the canal gym. Um, I think you can yeah. go up and down the canal. But an influencer DM'd them and asked for a free dinner for themselves and their friends. It's currently got 500 retweets at the minute on Twitter from them just saying look we're a small business it's hard times and now we've got this influencer coming in looking for a free dinner with two of their pals we don't know if it's a man or a woman for three people for three people free and what they will offer is photographs recommendations to go into this boat and now from what I'm looking online is that people are booking this canal boat just to go in for a bite to eat to say do you know what screw those influencers take our money instead isn't it mad now apparently this influencer yeah. has over 100,000 followers and they're from Dublin and nobody knows who it is and everyone's trying to figure out who it is as well. I have a fair idea. Do you know who it is? I have a fair you idea do? who it is and it's just, okay. I know this we person can't name has it. No, we can't. No, God, no. But they have no. so much money and it's just disgusting to think that this, you know, this normal restaurant, like every restaurant in Dublin, apparently it's mad. A load of people do it. 
would message and say, oh, I've got such an amount of followers. If I take a photograph of here, you know, meet my food or whatever. It's mad. But it's getting destroyed. But, 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 it's, it's different if a restaurant approaches an influencer and says, hey, look, come on in and have a free meal. And, you know, if you, if you like it, put it up and, you know, that might help. But, yeah, it's a bit cocky now to just email them and say, hey. What can I have for free? This is what I this is what I can give you. Yeah, but look, good news is a lot of people are booking this canal boat as a you know two fingers to the influencer to say, well, look, we're going to actually give this boat a lot more money than you ever will. So it's ending on a good story. Well, two fingers to the influencers. But who I'm is all it? for that? Anyway, we have to go. <laughs> on good that luck. note, bye.